This week is the Centre for Brains Research, uh, and it's celebrating as it celebrates its tenth anniversary. Ten years of world-class research conducted right here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, at the University of Auckland. The Centre for Brain Research was officially established by distinguished Professor Sir Richard Fall, who had a dream of providing a world-class research centre looking at neurological disorders such as stroke, epilepsy, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, Huntington's, motor neuron disease, and many, many more. Distinguished Professor Sir Richard Fall joins me now. Good morning. Good morning. Is this a celebration of 10 years of research and, and results, or is it is it more looking back or looking forward, having this symposium? Well, it's doing both, actually. You know, so the Centre for Brain Research was formed 10 years ago, but in fact it was formed on the basis of research, which we did here in the University of Auckland, on the brain over, over the previous 30 years. So we start, first started looking at the human brain when... When people, families with Huntington's disease donated the brain of their mum and dad when they died to us to see if they had the disease. That was 40 years ago, believe it. And um, so we started looking at the human brain then through the support of families who had um, Huntington's disease and later on um, different other families with Parkinson's, epilepsy, motor neurone disease, um, tumours and so on. So um, the centre was formed because research was we can see that by bringing all the groups together who are doing brain research at the University of Auckland, we can become a much more effective, re, do much more effective research. So that happened in 2009, and now it's 10 years since that happened, you see. And so we're looking forward, both looking back and saying, well, see where we have come, and then secondly, see where we can go. It sounds very exciting with all the new um, advances that are being made. We spoke to Professor Anne Young, who said that she believes that the next generation of neuroscientists will see an effective treatment of uh, many mental um, or, or neurological disorders. Yes, yes. And, and some of them are on the cusp now, they're underway. You know? So the things that are happening now, which are going to help people in the future, um, are the things we dreamt of 10 years ago. That is so exciting. And you've got the um, New Zealand Sports Brain Bank Initiative looking at the long term. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, you know, what we want to do, so all these other areas where we've been studying are really affecting people in, who are in the older years. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, there's so many New Zealanders. There's, you know, last year there were 9,000 young New Zealanders under the age of 19 who were affected by concussion and a traumatic brain injury. So we are now going to start collecting. We launched our, our Sports Brain Bank, which is a part of our Neurological Foundation Brain Bank. We launched that last Friday to say we now want to see how we can collect the brain tissue of people when they die who've had injuries earlier in life mm-hmm. so that we can better understand the pathology and what's happening and how these injuries affect the brain in order to develop new treatments. And that's so... Uh, and of course, New Zealand is a sports mad, and they also, because of that, you, you know, you can suffer traumatic brain injury. We're not mm-hmm. saying don't do sport. What we're trying to find out is how can we make sure people play sport in the safest possible way, but don't take the excitement. And there's always going to be a bit of a risk there, but we want to do it in, in, a, in an informed way. It sounds another wonderful initiative, but what about getting the funding from the Hugh Grant Fund, uh, Hugh Green Foundation? Oh yeah, well that was transformational. So they started supporting us ten years ago, right when the centre started, 
when we're trying to work out techniques of how to grow human brain cells. So over the last 10 years, they've given us, they gave us two five-year grants, and each time we renewed the grant with them, we had got further down the line. So after 10 years now of their funding, we can actually grow all these different types of human brain cells, whether they're coming cells which are from people who've had neurosurgery, brain surgery, where a piece of their brain is taken out for one reason or another, then we get to culture that, or from the brains that are given to our human brain bank, our neurological foundation human brain bank, if we get tissue from there, we can also, we now know how to grow these cells, so we've got a big opportunity now, now we've got these, now we can culture individual brain cells from Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, Huntington's, epilepsy and so on. We can now trial, start trialing different drugs in addition, you see. And there's no better way to develop a new treatment than, um, I mean, animal studies are really important and really essential, but many of them developed from rats don't necessarily apply to humans. So that's why we want to try and see if we can develop drugs specifically by looking at um, having human brain cells growing individually. It's not making a brain, it's just keeping the cells alive in a dish mm. that we can trial new drugs on human brain cells. And that takes us closer to giving a, a cure. So they gave us, when they, um, we got to this point, and so for the next next few years, we went back to them and said, listen, would you, would you extend your grant? And, and when we asked them, they said, oh, yeah, absolutely. And then we said, well, this is the amount of money we'd like for five years. And then they said, no, no, we don't want to just go five years. We would like to give you a lump sum so that you can continue, you can invest that through your School of Medicine Foundation and then use that money to pay for this research forever. And they said, how much would that cost? Well, we said $16.5 million, and they said, we'll give that to you. That now is that, amazing. I mean, that. It's humbling, and it's, it's what comes out was forming partnerships. We brought them along each year, reported on what we were doing, brought the whole board, and often other people from the from the Hugh Green Foundation came along. We always showed them what we were doing, took them into the lab. They met all the graduate students, all the postdocs working. We formed a close, close, almost family relationship because they they started calling the the Hugh Green Biobank. They called it their biobank. You see, yeah. they sort of took ownership of it, and so. And this has been a partnership with with a community group who's got a, who just wants to do the very best, invest their money in a way to help future New Zealanders, you know, an art hero in New Zealand forever. And so, I have to say, sometimes you can do things in a small country, which are even much more exciting than being in a big country, because you form these networks between families, patients, community organisations, mm. philanthropists, and brain researchers. I think it's just wonderful, and it's a, a credit to you and your team that they well, believe in you. Yeah, it was all about people. Well, and being, you know, taking them along, showing the challenges we have, but showing them what we can do, but then what we could do, mm. and then delivering on that, and then they'll say, well, let's go to the next next step, you know. So, and so having, I think, the most important ingredient in life, whatever you do, you've got to have passion and enthusiasm and commitment and never, ever give up. And people love it. They buy into it. And we can do things for brain research in New Zealand, working with our overseas collaborators, because we have this access to human tissue, which is quite unique. What are you most proud of? 
Uh, well, that's pretty hard. I mean, we we showed what in 2007 the human brain could make new brain cells. No one actually believed that overseas, and we were given a pretty hard time. But we finally got it published in Science. So, so the fact that you know in your aging years, you know, uh, this is not young people. This is people in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. We looked at our human brain and found um, from the brains that have been gifted to us, and we demonstrated that. We still have stem cells in our brain. They can multiply and make new brain cells forever. I mean, that, that was a great finding. But lots of other findings. Find the fact that we can grow human brain cells is, means we can test new drugs. The fact that we've also shown in different diseases, and Huntington's disease is one example, a good example, where it was always thought one particular part of the brain was only affected. That was the basal ganglia. But we have now shown, by looking at all the other parts, that that's not the only other area. There are lots of other areas which are involved. And not only that, but the pathology varies from one person to another. When you compare after you've received the brain after death and, and then get all the symptoms from the families, we found that pay, cases with different symptom profiles had quite different patterns of cell degeneration. When we when we found that and took that to its natural conclusion, that gives us a better understanding of how the human brain works in the normal as well as the disease. So that was revolutionary. That was quite new. Uh, everyone thought that these diseases only had one type of cell death, but in fact it's more than that, and it's a bit more complicated. That's why it takes a long time to get treatments yeah. for these diseases. Well, you should be very proud of yourself and your team, and congratulations on 10 years of excellence. Well, yeah, and you know, it's, it's about it's about team effort. That's all it is. Not me. It's actually the team. It's having having bright young people, bright bright leaders, and all the rest of it right across the centre. But if you work together, you can actually climb to the top of the mountain. And you know, it's and you've got to have your eye on the top of the mountain. And you can get there as a team, but you only get halfway up, or even not even get to the foothills if you try and do it just by yourself. And that was Distinguished Professor Sir Richard Falls celebrating 10 years at the Centre for Brain Research. Uh, he's the director, he's the founder, he's the inspiration, he's the mentor of so many international and local graduates and we should be justifiably proud of having such a Centre for Excellence in this country.